1: You got that sex piece. You're just so sexy. Are Can you a big monster? Sorry. Are you big? You please let me have this supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago. Oops, says that went very good. Go. Hey, 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 come on out of me. Who like said you could laugh at me? Smack with me. With a big foot dick, you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a big foot dick and Loch Ness Monster. Pussy. pussy. Hey, Hey, sexy beast. Hello, geezer, and welcome to Sexy Beast, your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. But in this case, for the month of October, fuck! We're not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. Okay, yeah, yeah. You You distract me by being such a hunk. (laughs) Mark Jago here took a little pen knife out and started fixing the screw on his mic. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it does. Put a knife in
0: his willy. I put a knife on Willie really, and it hurt really uh, badly. Um, so we're doing, this month we're doing spooky, silver screen, cream queens. Tom Green's silver queens. Yeah, I when I went home. And I googled I, Tom Green. I, as yeah, as it's well. a <laughs> <laughs> it, Fucking, He was an Arctic explorer. Yeah, I hate that when someone mentions something you don't know about and You're like, oh yeah, I know about him. And then you go home, straight away. <laughs> I've realised that our patronage, not patronage,
1: patriot patriotism, knows no bounds. That when I found out the fucking queen maid from the boys is from Dublin. Yeah. And she has got an Irish. And, you know, like, I like, was said to Terry last night, and she was like, prop, prop, proper Dublin, like, proper Dublin. Like, that's how my wife talks. Um, and I was like, yeah, and, like, you're fucking rooting her on. Yeah. Even though I didn't care much before right. I found that out. Similarly, looking up an Irish wolfhound, I'm like, yeah, we have the
0: fucking biggest dog. Of course we have the biggest dog. We're Ireland. Yeah. Ireland. Ireland. I was watching this uh, just running documentary on Amazon Prime, where the boys is found, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was called uh, 3100... Um, to run is to tra- transcend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Especially this this guru lad uh, believed fitness was the greatest way to enlightenment and used to get everyone to run. So so these guys run around the one same block in New York. It's a, it's a, uh, a mile long and they run around it 3,100 times. What? Yeah, over like 50 days. And uh, it was about this Finnish guy doing it and he was like... he did it in like 50 days or whatever but the guy the judge so he was able to finish in 50 days 50 days and the guy judging it was Irish and I googled the Irish guy not the Finnish guy, <laughs> Just yeah, the like, guy. yeah what was the Irish guy like Uh complete opposite of what you would expect of a long distance athlete he was really pudgy uh, he was like I think he was from like me or something he was like Oh, Joy you know In this race, you just have to like believe in yourself. Like, you have to be mm. closer to God and all this stuff. And he—he cool. he looked like he belonged to a priest, but it was cool. Like, uh, it was—they all went to like different nations. They went to Navajo nations about spir- spirituality, how they're running is that, like they're praying. Mm. And they went to like uh, uh, huntsman in uh, Africa. I can't remember exactly where, but they were talking about how. Their way of life is just running constantly for days to try and hunt the, these animals down. It was good, but as soon as you hear an Irish accent in anything, it could mm. be like, mm-hmm. uh, like a documentary about a serial killer, you'd be like,
1: Even if you hear, like, I, f- I feel like we're, we're we're like meerkats where you hear like an Irish accent in the kind of crowd, like, "What the fuck are you?"
0: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn
1: around, <laughs> and say hi.
0: My girlfriend was in uh, Thailand. She heard like someone order a pint, and then she ended up like spending the whole night with all the Irish lads. Yeah, just because like yeah. You,
1: yeah. We love hanging out with each other. Yeah. We support each other. No patties in the Silver Screen Scream Queens, though. Yeah. Which I is a shame. We should have put Leprechaun in. Should have put, like, um, what's his name? Who plays him again? Uh, Leprechaun. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. We should have put Warwick Davis in this. Mm. In his Leprechaun.
0: Wait, I don't think we've actually explained what this is. For the month, okay. If you knew,
1: if you know this, you know that this is part three. We're in the quarter. We're not fully. We're still flaccid. We're not. We're not even at a semi yet. We're at a quarter. We can see the
0: end of it though, and it's getting turgid. It's nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're at this. We're
0: at the third part,
1: the quarterfinals of the Silver Screen Scream Queens, where we are p- competing. What were thirty two is now sixteen. Hmm. 16 combatants have been banished to
0: where do they go if they don't win um extravision oh very good yeah. in the uh the slot in the slot you drop drop in your drop slot in
1: extravision and if they win they get to go on apple tv apple tv apple tv plus where 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 all of the content is
0: what about uh amazon prime where the boys are that you did a sponsorship for I did that, yeah, I did that. <laughs> and look, I support, I support. The Do you world. know what? Today, yesterday, actually, I uh, deleted, suspended my account with Disney TV. Really? Why? I think I just blew my load to early getting it, and I was like, I'm so excited for it. And then I watched all the Marvel movies, and then I was like, there's nothing else that interests yeah. me. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing casual about it. Yeah. Nothing casual.
0: Like, I say it's great for my sisters who have kids. Yeah. Uh, but for me, like, I don't want to see... Uh, like a mini film about Frozen, like Olaf goes to school, or yeah, some shit like that. Just and it's like, you got to the originals, and it's literally just like uh, Lilo discovers yarn or something like that. Sounds it's really, great, though. Yeah,
1: the thing is, outside of the things that are unbelievable classics, like cannot be refuted, that are perfect films, mm. like the Pixar films, mm. like some of the Disney classics, outside of that. I loved Honey, I Shrunk the Kids growing up when I was a child. It, I still think it's great and the effects are great, yeah. but I'm not going to go back and watch Honey, I Blew up the Kid now. Yeah. Like, all the things that I liked just because I was a child, I don't really want to watch again. Mm. But all the things that are like... Like, I probably saw The Abyss when I was 10. Yeah. I'll go back and watch The Abyss and, and you know, bathe in the nostalgia of it all. But I'm not going to go back mm. and watch any kind of, like, first kid or any Sinbad film. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like I'm not going to like I, I am not I did watch you frame Roger Rabbit, though. That's on there.
0: That really is. it. Yeah, that's oh, on there. I, didn't like that one. Yeah. I can still watch it till 30th, though. Doesn't it doesn't. Uh, the only thing that kept me around was the Mandalorian. I was like, I'll stay till 30th. But then I was like, I can just uh, watch legally it, Watch st- it
1: how you watched it before. Yeah. Legally <laughs>
0: stream it to numerous other channels.
1: Can you? You're, you're shaking your head, not nodding. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's um, I spunked. Too early I think I had money And I did the whole year thing And then I got it for My Brother-in-law For his kids And, and mm. my My father-in-law
0: So it's, you still got it But you have Mandalorian Because that is unreal
1: That's Yeah clear. but I didn't watch The Mandalorian on that I watched that illegally online Oh fuck I downloaded that illegally you're, online You're definitely On Pirate gonna, Bay You're
0: definitely gonna have A knock on the door And it's just gonna be like Who? Michael Martin Get the fucking
1: thrash bag. You better fucking try. I'll say, Mihal Martin, why don't you get back on Disney Plus, Mr. Burns? And then I'll push oh. him. I'll push him into the app in my phone and he won't go in. Uh. And I'll end up... Anyway. Um, Mark Jago, we are at the quarters. We have a set, like a kind of... where Our, our balls are getting taut, mm. but we still have a flaccid penis. We are not fully at a final... Erection. I'm talking about penises here. But let me tell you, some of the, will they tell you some of the results where we yeah. are at this at this, at this stage? Because we we know these rules, we know these. This is a bit of a, a, a reminder for you, right? Or no, way, hang on. We're just going to be going through them all, so you'll, you'll yeah, know. No yeah, there's no, no reason yeah, yeah. to do that. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's editing this? Who's editing this?
1: Al's editing this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay, so this round... I hate when you do that.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this round we have... In the quarterfinal, from the film Tremors, the
0: Graboids,
1: <laughs> versus, who beat the Martians. They beat yeah. the Martians in Mars Attacks, so the Graboids are in. Beating uh, against Dracula from Bram Stoker's Dracula, or any of the Draculas. This, this is, is a pretty fucking... They beat zombies, by the way. Dracula beat zombies. Which was a big... up. Zombies is a... Zombies out of the competition round one is a huge upset. That is, the Martians can go eat a
0: dick. I think, yeah, to be honest, I think that any other, uh, any other creature against the zombies would have lost just because of their fucking movie presence, the fact that there's so many of them. If it was the Gramboids versus the zombies, it, zombies would have won. Zombies, zombies would have won, yeah, I feel like yeah, I'm showing yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 my hand already yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, to be honest, this is a foregone conclusion, which... Is that a name of a band or something? It was the name of uh, Brent's band in the office. For oh, foregone Conclusion. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking pop culture reference. Mark, just call me.
1: Well, I know we talked a little about who Dracula is, what he can do. Mm. Would you like to hear a bit of the Dracula film trilogy, Mark Jacob? I would. Okay, here's an interesting fact for you. Bella Lugosi played Dracula in the 1927 uh uh, Broadway show, and he was so eager to repeat his success on the stage in to to get the the role in the movie, kind of like uh, John Travolta as Danny Zuko, even though he played Kinicki. Yeah, he ended up playing um, he ended up playing Zuko in in Greece. Right, he um, Bell Lugosi was so keen that he did loads of stuff for um, was it RKO? I think no, whatever it was, Universal. Universal. Universal were trying to acquir- acquire the rights for for the film. So not only did he help them. Ferry back and forth to Bram Stoker's widow, widow to get the rights. So he did this for years without getting paid. He also took the measly sum of $500 per week for a seven-week shoe. And that's all he took in terms of the money for being the iconic Dracula really? that we know. The man who actually created the Dracula, the blur, the voice, yeah. the eyes. Did he uh,
0: Did he get any royalties? Or nothing or, after, no, nothing geez, beyond €3,500 dollars. But, like, how much is $500 back in I mean, even
1: though this was in the days of the the Depression, it was pittance. Uh, The guy who played Jonathan Harker got paid two grand per week. Oh, fuck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, in general, you know, how much has Bela Lugosi's likeness been used and everything that is Dracula? Um, And also, he never blinks once in the film, if you watch it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what adds to his sort of
0: ethereal nature
1: Uh, and here's a little interesting uh, fact about Gary Oldman when he played him in Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, apparently he hired a singing coach to help him lower his voice by an octave in general so that he could give him a more sinister quality and apparently this is a bit suspicious Gary Oldman and Winona Ryder uh, were extremely friendly during all the rehearsals but as soon as they started shooting the film they didn't get on at all there was a break in the schedule and they came back seemingly hating each other and no one knows as to why
0: do you think they got a little filled around or something? Maybe he... I think Winona with was wa- caught sucked. wanking. <laughs> yeah. He walked in and he was wanking in the she spare room. was wanking room. in the spare oh room. My God. In the box room. That on my... So that's my... Clean dra- <laughs> <laughs>
1: So that's my trivia there on Dracula. Look. Say whatever you want about the Graboids. You know I love the Graboids.
0: Yeah, listen. I'm just gonna go, whip out some fucking facts about the garbage, we, Boys. We know what's gonna happen. We know here. what's gonna happen. Here. Um. So it was originally called Land Sharks. Oh, which I think is a pretty class name. But the fact that's is, interesting, though, considering the fact that we were talking about what Jaws did for water, water Tremors it did for sand, for sand, we said, <laughs> 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 just like ground in general. It was called Land Sharks, but yeah. um, SNL had already done a skit where uh, they parodied Jaws about it as well, and um. Bastards. SNL did it. The The guy who the guy who uh, created Tremors actually was in the army and he crawled up a big boulder and he said out loud to one of the guys with him was like, imagine I got stuck up here because something was in the sand. And that's how a mo- the movie no started. No way. Like floor is Lava. Yeah, exactly. He was just like, imagine I got stuck up here. Wow. Wrote fucking, Kevin Bacon, Um, actually, after he did the movie, he started getting really bad uh, night terrors about creatures killing them. And he used Jesus. to get started... Um, What's it called uh, fucking sleepwalking? I used to sleep and, he and his, w- he had his wife had to hold him. And he was like, "There's, a, there's, a, a worms trying to eat me." No way! Yeah. So for ages, and, and like um, there was an interview with him, and it was about like uh, five, six years ago. And he says it took me so long to get over those nightmares. Jesus! But like if, me and fire, fire in the Sky. Yeah, just oh, fucking oh, terrifying oh. movies. But if say right, so say we're in a big sandy pit. Yep. And he dropped Dracula into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Theatre screams. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think is going to win?
1: Well, firstly, can I say what a d- glorious thing it is to be back here in the Theatre of Screams. Yeah. I'm just here for the fans. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look at the back of your guitar. Theatre of Screams! <laughs> <laughs> Great to be here in the Theatre of Screams UK! Yeah. Boo! Boo. Um, <laughs> SF!
0: <laughs> SF!
1: <laughs> Irish Republican Armies. I'm um, talking about there. um there. In the Theatre of Screams, which I've always envisioned was a kind of Roman sandpit.
0: Yeah, same, same as me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> just it's funny that
1: we both visualised that, Without having never said it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the advantage when I, look, a Tremor could eat Dracula. Yeah, but uh, who? Dracula has to win.
0: Yeah, there's no way. The there's only thing, no the, way. The only thing that could uh, save a Tremor is if, or sorry, Graboid is if. Uh the Graboid ate Dracula and then confused them about what time it was and mm. then he came at them out and then it was daytime and killed him. <laughs> Which is that's fucking so convoluted and the Graboids are not very intelligent. It's true, like Dracula could just be like I don't know, Dracula's fucking weird. Dracula can like could like conjure rain or something
1: and have like yeah. pitter patter pitter patter of like rain and then when it comes up he could fucking jack it yeah.
0: off. Oh, also, he could calm. turn into the big shower of bats and just be plopping himself all over the fucking thing so his, the Graboid's confused. I mean, what else could he do?
1: I mean, he could do anything. He could turn into a fucking wolf. He could just fabricate. Dracula is just so ambiguously yeah. gifted as a, as a monster. The Graboid as we've seen, can be bested by eating actual dynamite. It's that dumb.
0: Yeah, so. it's yeah, it's pretty dumb. But also, uh, a new Tremors is coming out. What? This month. Baca? And it's based on an island, which really? sort of defeats the purpose of... Like, how do they get to the island? Oh, yeah. They could just leave the island. Yeah. Oh, just get on the water. Unless it's, like, swimming. Uh, yeah, so that... I'm I'm going to Dracula. Yeah, point. I'm going to
1: Dracula. Look, there is no... Yeah. Great. Congratulations to Dracula. Um, next up, we have... The Blair Witch Woo-hoo! versus King Kong. The Blair Witch, you might remember from the last round, uh, was the Scorpion King. We got rid of that. Beat Jack <laughs> Frost um and king kong beat the aliens the harvesters from independence day Two, to uh king kong and the, the harvesters people who two two monsters who do not respect buildings
0: yeah just like the fucking bloom well no well one climbed up gently with his
1: girlfriend well i'll have you know that uh <laughs> the cgi version of the empire state building in Peter jackson's king kong mm-hmm. took 18 months to be crafted in cgi and the real thing was actually only built in 14 months.
0: That's It's pretty mad that, like, CGI takes so long. Like, what is this, fucking three months to do, like, a tiny scene? Like, I know it's 24 frames per second. I know uh, you have to fucking extrapolate for shadows and shit like that. Mm. But some CG is shite, and it should take
1: 10 minutes. Well, you need to get those... You need to crack the fucking whip in wetter, man, and give the guy to fucking hurry the fuck up. make it quicker. <laughs> uh, please. Um... Similarly to what you said about the guy who created Tremors thinking of the last scene and then writing a the film backwards, Marion C. Cooper, when he first created King Kong, said he, the first vision of the film was an ape on top of the world's tallest tower fighting airplanes and he just worked back backwards from oh, there. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is very interesting uh, that I just said. Uh, very interesting that I just said it there. Uh, and both the 2003 and 2000... No, it wasn't 2003. When was theatre King Kong? 2013? Yeah, it was pretty early. No, maybe I don't know. But, but basically, Peter Jackson's and the original King Kong both used the effect for his roar as a, it's a lion's roar played backwards.
0: Oh, really? <laughs>
1: I forgot that's how his King Kong goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> his classic noise. Arr, arr. Um, so <laughs> it's, against, it's against Blair Witch. No, you have Ooh. no. I prefer. The Blair Witch. Yeah, see, it's, it's a reverse. The thing is, though, you do, yeah, King Kong, massive. He's class. He's very big. He's basically a giant gorilla. That's it. Yeah. That's his thing. The Blair Witch is a supernatural being that can control bipedal. time, bipedal supernatural being that can control <laughs> time, space, and distort mm. views. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, speaking of the film, though, I have a bit of facts here now. Mm hmm. It was an unusual casting process. So the, the people who were cast, they were brought into a room and they were told that the casting directors were uh, their parole board and they've been in prison for 10 years and they had to try and convince the people to let them out of prison. What? And if they didn't get let out of prison, they weren't hired. No way. That's pretty cool. Um, they also used real hair and teeth for the little idols that were strewn yeah. around and loads of them went missing without the, the filmmakers known. It's wow. just kind of it's it's, it's a well known fact that like they were given like a rough outline of the movie mm. and then they were told but um, they were given gps coordinates and they had to go to the gps coordinates and it was like an update so a lot of the uh noises when they're in like, tents and they're crying is like real they also had a um like a safe word that if they were too scared they'd say and then the like filmmakers would stop recording and stuff so if they said the word taco they, uh, filmmakers would stop playing scary noises and stuff which sort of like when you're watching it you're just like just say taco yeah just say taco guys. just say taco babe
1: so they made the film hmm. they shot and made the film and then this guy's like hey I'm I fucking came up with the Blair Witch I, sh- I made the Blair Witch they made your man who looks like fucking Joshua Jackson made the Blair Witch yeah exactly the guy like, who yeah. looks like the fucking stoner in all those films all that old stone.
0: Like, there is a bit of like, yeah, okay, whatever. They, they created a film and stuff. But um, if the actors were shit, mm. it wouldn't be a good movie. It's the fact that there's sort of real, like, you're you're the, the fucking snot out your ones Now yeah. is, is such an iconic scene that uh, fucking, again, I said to myself, don't say iconic, Mark, because well, no. it's like, that's what I go to. It's like and iconic. Yeah, it's great. Um, I love it. But, Yeah, they made the 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 actors were so good in it. Now, unfortunately, only one of them is still acting. Um, I think one of the actors went on Conan O'Brien and announced that he, and he quit his job on Conan O'Brien's show. He's like, I quit my. He moved furniture for a living. And he says, I quit my job, and then like about three months later, he had to take it up again Um. because his acting career didn't take off.
1: Yeah, I mean. When you kind of have 19 hours of you kind of improvising and then they just take, like, the best 90 yeah. minutes.
0: Like, I could I could act for a whole year mm. and, put the, and then someone could make a masterpiece. They could. You know well, what I mean? You know,
1: they'd have, they have to be very good.
0: Uh, I'm still looking for uh, short films <laughs> that would include me for the bet I met with Tony where I'd make an... <laughs> <and> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I drink far
1: too much on this show. <laughs> um, I prefer the Blair.
0: I don't know. No, like, again, well, welcome, Theatre Screams, we love you. Dropped mm-hmm. him in. Yeah. King Kong's running around in circles. Blair which you can't even see him. And then King Kong's back in his childhood home uh, and his dad's beating him. Oh, my God. And then he's, like, fucking gone Jeez insane. Jesus Christ. You know what I
1: mean? Look, I think, I totally know, With I totally respect the the... Looking at this in terms of a competition in the theatre Screams, but I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to fight for King Kong in this, because what I believe is, even though the Blair Witch is one of my favourite horror films of all time, that's Mm. a horror film. We're talking movie monsters here. King Kong was one of the first, but also got it straight away, which is to understand and have sympathy for being a monster. It isn't just a, like, there's been years of just brainless, like, what is the Blair Witch's intention I love the fact that King Kong's intention has just been misconstrued because he's just the big m- magnificent beast that we can't comprehend what he wants.
0: <gasps> is this gonna turn into some man like I'm not gonna fuck him? I knew it. <laughs>
1: no, but um But in the same way, it like it has it has rev it has reverence, not reverence, it has admiration mm. for monsters. The Blair Witch is so scary as fuck.
0: You do you have to like before the Blair Witch came out, this found footage like sort of format was mm-hmm. unheard of. It was just um like people people in that town thought those three people actually died and they sent out search parties to try and look for them. Like, well, not, not a uh, government sanctioned search sure. party. They were just their mates going out to look for them. So, uh, and the fact that the, at the start of the movie you're like based on a true story or this is the actual footage mm-hmm. from what I said. Like, this, this changed the genre and like, uh, you can think of how ma- I know uh, like, uh, King Kong in this in regards to it has, it has a lot of stuff that has been built on the, that. But same with Blair Witch. I think King Kong back for the nineteen twenties that was well that's crazy. But for I think for the, 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 in, for the iPod generation. The impact of
1: King Kong far outweighs doing fucking paranormal activity for. You know, it is just it's if you think Hollywood, hmm. it's King Kong with a top hat on top of the fucking thing. Beauty that kills. What, what the movies beast.
0: would be would you attribute to King Kong? I think if you look at where
1: it came where was it nineteen thirty three? I mean, we have other people in this competition that you would relate: the Rancor, hmm. Godzilla, uh, even elements. I'd have to say, the Werewolf of American Werewolf in London, where he's on the rampage. The I don't think these exist without King Kong. The Blair Witch is a is an interesting, spooky take,
0: but this is, this is flat. This is flat. This is flat. Yeah, I'll give you... With that, with that our closing Yay. argument, I'll give you King Kong. I do... Yeah, I agree with you. When you said the werewolf, I was just like... The fact that there's like a love interest in the fact that he's trying to tame the beast. You know, it wasn't... It wasn't man who killed the beast. It was beauty.
1: It was beauty that killed yeah, the beast. beast. Congratulations, King Kong. You will be fighting against Dracula in the semifinals. Give me your best
0: King Kong noise. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: okay, next up. Um, the Brundlefly... Uh, from the fly versus Gogila
0: Gogila I, uh, I love the fly, and I actually watched it again as we uh, before we started f- recording this. Uh, I need to rewatch it again. Is it? It's good? so good, and it's so funny. Joe's pr- produced by Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. And he came up with the most iconic line, which I didn't even know it was from the movie until I heard it, and I had to Google it, um. And then it's been spread around. It's. Do you ever hear it? Like, be afraid, be very afraid. That's the fly. Fuck off. Yeah. Like Mel Brooks came up with that line for the movie. No way. Yeah. And um, Jeff Goldblum was uh, supposed to be. Uh, all the studios didn't want him, and they thought that it would make it flop if Jeff Goldblum was doing mm. it. And the makeup artists or the like, the special effects lads didn't like him because he had two two big features. Mm. His feature, he has a very like prominent nose and prominent ears and stuff, and they thought that the features would make him look a bit like. A man in makeup rather than in. he's transforming. Mm. Another thing, do you know the baboon scene? Yeah. So the baboon started, uh, was in the the transporter and the lights started flashing and it started going mental. It ripped the door off the prop transporter and started going wild. And Jeff Goldblum calmed it down. Really? Not even the animal trainer, the Jeff Goldblum. But
1: he gives him a big hug in the film.
0: Yeah. So mm. it was like, so that was a separate scene, but apparently yep. during it, he was like, um, Jeff Goldman really one with animals also Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis were actually going out at the time
1: it's a fucking mm. hot big featured couple imagine a kid coming out with his eyes and her
0: lips boom <laughs> Gina Davis has the, the biggest fly. widest face but like yeah. it suits her so much
1: I love her big head
0: in um, <laughs> it was right up my grill no sorry no <laughs> do you know uh, in what's it called uh, Beetlejuice mm-hmm. I love when she like she pulls her face out mm. and stuff like that I just love Gina Davis
1: yeah, she's what great. What was
0: the last thing she was in?
1: I don't know. She hasn't been fairly. I don't know. I don't. She's, a, she she's on a
0: TV. She was on the TV show. So, uh, do I you know, know actors?
1: I, apparently, okay. Aaron. Aaron was telling me this that um, that if you actually meet actors, you'll see that their heads are unbelievably big. What really? all the actors that you see on TV, they are actors because their faces are absolutely huge. If you saw them around you would be like that person's fucking head is really big. That's how people that's what that's why it kind of looks good on TV because it's they it, it translates faces. well on screen. It's like if you're a goalkeeper you have to be tall. If you're an actor you have to be have a big massive fucking head. I've got a massive head. I think my son is going to win an Oscar then. I got,
0: massive got a massive head.
1: Massive head. You do have a big head. Yeah. I love <laughs> The Fly. I haven't re-seen it, but let me tell you about Godzilla unless you have more to tell me about the flight.
0: Um no, nope. common baboon, that's my last note. <laughs> so,
1: uh a few
0: interesting facts here. The
1: uh the animal roars for um Godzilla um were made by rubbing a coarse resin-coated leather glove up and down the strings of a bass.
0: Oh. There's a, red, there's a reddit for that somewhere. Mm. Uh, there's a Reddit for that somewhere. Oof, yeah. Slash a uh, coarse and then uh, they... red leather glove over her face. <laughs> and,
1: uh, and his thunderous footsteps were made by beating a kettle drum with a knotted rope. Apparently there was a couple of uh, options that Godzilla could have been. Originally was going to be a giant mutated octopus. The Watch Japs that. would love that. Hmm. Japanese.
0: Al, can you please actually <laughs> edit that out?
1: The Japanese would love that. And there was also going to be a Batman versus Godzilla crossover movie. Uh, but it was never... Batman versus Godzilla, but it was never produced.
0: Oh, I'd, I'd love that. That'd be unreal. Did you ever see the Batman um, Ninja movie? Uh, no. the Sorry, the animated movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's really it good. Out. I yeah,
1: heard yeah. it was really good. IGN gave it 10, I think.
0: Yeah, it's so good. It's just a good, the animation's so good. The story's pretty fucking anime in a way. Like, just mm-hmm. like, oh, you've
1: killed this. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: But the animation's unreal.
1: I remember there was a Marvel manga series where it was like they got these manga artists to do like, um like it was kind of like a Civil War level crossover, but it was mm. like Marvel manga, and I think I wore the copy out because of the size of the jabs that they used to draw. All like you'd have Rogue in there now, and like you know, all the X Men Storm, but like it was just like it was a level of jabs I'd never seen before. There was a war now.
0: Do you ever play Soul Calibur? Yes.
1: So, Ivy and her. Or jiggly boobs
0: yeah like when I was younger and like I played you can the turn first the jiggle and... off yeah why would you want it
1: why would you ever want uh, so it well, I, used... well.
0: I used to play her and like I was I g- got really good with her like I'd be playing against people and people were like oh, oh why are you so good with her and I was like there, 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 <laughs> and... <laughs>
1: I can even play it one handed
0: um... <laughs> look I let's drop him into the theater screams
1: Godzilla wins but I prefer the play,
0: even when he I want a... the fly in there even when he is at his Utmost flyish. He's against Godzilla, and Godzilla is like.
1: I if you look at the kind of, I feel like if you look at the, uh, there's an analogy to be made in all of these monsters. I think that's the appeal. Oh yeah, like, Godzilla. Y'all... I don't get. I think it's. I made... think
0: that's because you have, like Godzilla is about nuclear. <laughs> yeah, no, not even nuked. Just, like there's no threat of threat of like another country. Well, fucking. Uh another country taking over your country. You know, uh, yeah. you know you've never had that. you know? No, I haven't had that.
1: And you know, Godzilla has scars on his side to resemble the Nagasaki and Hiroshima um,
0: fire burns. Oh, so you've listened to the last episode. Pardon? You've listened to our last episode. Did you say that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I
0: obviously wasn't paying
1: attention. I think, what was it, Godzilla against someone else and I didn't have any information? Marshmallow Man. I was Googling Oh, yeah, yeah. Time.
0: No, but I, I think the fly is as a primo body horror sort of shock, like uh, where science has gone too far. Mm-hmm. They've sort of similar in regards similar. to that. Yeah, yeah. Science has gone too far, but we can't can't control it. I do think there is like uh, Godzilla is a bit like the power of science in the future, whereas the fly is more like trying to retain our humanity mm-hmm. as science loses control. Um, do you know, like I I fucking, I think Godzilla is sort of King Kong-y. I know... Yeah, we already have King Kong in it. Why would we want...
1: I know. Why would we have Godzilla? I mean, Godzilla came from the fact that King Kong had come out. Yeah. And the fact that they wanted to do, I think, originally, like, they wanted to do that kind of stop motion kind of King Kong. And they were like, no, it's going to take too long. We don't have the money for that. And then they did the fucking suit. Yeah. You know? So even the fact that that exists, they were like, how can we do King Kong? You know?
0: The only thing that is, like, there has been the fly and the fly two, And then that's sort of dead. There is a lot of sort of like the relic and stuff where people turn yeah. into but Cronenberg uh, did Cronenberg do yeah. yeah. If you scoop Godzilla out of this,
1: it, it leaves a bigger imp- a bigger crevice out of the horror movie monster lexicon. Mm. Or even just the movie monster lexicon, not necessarily horror. If you get rid of Godzilla, that is a huge thing to lose. But I just think the fly is such a good story. Yeah. It's, I love that.
0: It it hits all the right notes. And it goes right to the right place. I haven't even
1: seen it in about twenty years.
0: It's it like it's so scary. Yeah. When he gets pukes on your man, and he's like, yeah. It breaks your man's arm. Ew. I still have a weird thing about people breaking their limbs. I know. That, yeah. You must have listened to last week's episode. Oh, you're fucking. You can't right do now, this. Now. We are
1: going to repeat ourselves, yeah, and I yeah, might right. repeat you. And I might repeat you. Yeah, very good. I want to put the fly in. Okay, the fly is in. Yay! it for me. Okay. Uh, the Brundlefly beats Godzilla in a massive
0: fly versus <laughs> lizard. Yeah. David versus Goliath. <laughs> David yeah. versus fly. David
1: Tellum. Remember that from Independence Day. Yeah, that was Jeff Colburn <laughs> yeah. as well. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins versus the Rancor. As you might remember, the Gremlins beat Pennywise uh, and the Rancor be the exorcist child.
0: Yeah, Regan. Why did we do that again? I don't know.
1: I think we were bored. <laughs> <The devil. laughs> what tend
0: to happen is we are so full of energy, and then as we've done... No, like I'm f- keeping it up this time. This is the last week's. <gasps> yeah. All right. So I don't have a lot of the Rancor, because no, I literally told you the mo- all the facts. <sighs> here we so go. So apparently... That's the, fine. You don't need to say much if you don't have any. The Rancor is from Dathomir. Um, they're bipedal. Give him back the keys, uh, you Rancor. Your Rancor. Um... They, in, on Dathomir, they're intelligent creatures who have a history and they can talk to each other in a primitive language. Uh, and they also attend wakes and they can also learn how to sing songs. But <laughs> Dathomir are very rare and they've been passed, they've been sort of inbred with each other. Rancors are. Rancors have been inbred with each other Rancor. and then transferred to other planets as pets, uh, as food. Uh, and as entertainment, as in, Jabba, as in the Jabba
1: the Hutt. So does he come out, so if he can kind of, so he can sing.
0: Well, in uh, the Dathomir versions of The Rancor's Code.
1: So does he bring it out, and then you have that kind of uh, musical number... From the special edition, remember that from? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's so fucking.
1: That's a deep cut. Like only like four people are gonna be like, yeah. And then the mouth of the thing being like, blah,
0: blah.
1: <laughs> looks so out of place. To look at the state of Jabba the Hutt, and then they have these computer-generated
0: musical bits. They're smart. They're smart lads. Um, they're they they can survive uh, blaster shots. Apparently, even um
1: they can run uh, chocolate factories, um, especially if you look at really rancor. What's <laughs> the thing about?
0: It's good, yeah?
1: Gremlins, uh, <laughs> originally, they were they thought... They, do you know what they originally thought we were going to do for Gremlins? Not have them as puppets? They were going to put monkeys in costume yeah. to be the Gremlins. But that idea was abandoned when the test monkeys panicked when they had to wear the Gremlin head.
0: Well, I think, yeah, that's... <laughs> Not imagine monkeys running <laughs> around. Imagine, like, the, like
1: Expressionless eyes because they're not looking at them, and just these heads running around.
0: And it's sort of the heads jiggling slightly because it's too big for the yeah, monkey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and apparently, one of the studio notes to director Joe Dante um, uh, and executive producer Steven Spielberg uh, was, Too many gremlins. And then Spielberg said, How hey, about we cut them all out and we call the movie People? Oh,
0: what a fucking na- w- like razor sharp with
1: um, and apparently in the original script, and this was the same draft just days before they started shooting, the original version had the grandmans killing the dog and cutting Billy's heads, Ma, Ma's heads off and tossing it down the stairs. And they they, they they apparently weren't shot because then they wanted to make it more family-oriented once they kind of knew what the film was going to be.
0: Like, it is, it, like, what looking back at as an adult man, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a sort of a family-oriented movie. But as a kid watching it, fucking shitting myself the whole time. Gremlins, really? Yeah. I laughed, I laughed and laughed. Oh, I just thought it was so funny. I'm very empathetic. Uh, people are always saying to me, you're always in touch no, with your emotions.
1: The set of Kingston Falls as well from Gremlins 1 is also the same used for the Backlot and Back to the Future, which I found out recently. Robert Zemeckis didn't even want to use the Backlot, was like, I don't want to use the Backlot, I want to do the thing, but that's all they had the money to do. And then as a result of that, that, they wrote the script kind of around that, and that's what made it... The, it, almost the, the echoes of Back to the Future you know when it goes back to 1955 yeah, yeah. they use the same set and it also meant that they could use that they could reshoot it with uh, Michael J. Fox oh yeah because like not, uh,
0: if people don't know the, the whole movie was recorded with a different actor as yeah, uh, what's his name again Marty McFly um, and I was going to say Robert Zemeckis I was going like, to say
1: Roger Avery no it's um who plays people are screaming original Marty McFly
0: Oh, uh, Sean Connery. No. We have to go back. Eric Stoltz. We have to go back to the future. <laughs> but because
1: it was... Uh, sorry, I listened to a podcast about Back to the Future. And I know I'm talking about Gremlins here. But I did find it interesting the fact... Do you plug it? That they could... Uh, yeah, it's called um, Blank Check with Griffin and David. And they do a director series of a mini series, And right now they're doing Robert's Zemeckis. Oh, nice. But I did find it interesting the fact that the movie is good is because they have... Because they were using the backlot, because it wasn't on location, they could just shoot Michael J. Fox whenever he was around.
0: You always find that a lot a lot of pe- people who are given uh, creative people who are given a lot of restrictions mm. find a way to make those restrictions play in their favor. I much prefer hearing stories like that where they're like, we we had to do something and this is all we could do it mm. with. And
1: then rather than this being like, it was exactly going to be this in my head. I love mm. it's almost like you're fucking playing jazz with what you have. Also, in terms of gremlins, because that's what I'm talking about, in Cantonese, mogwai means devil, No or gremlin. Or gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's or gremlin. Uh, so, uh, yeah, look. Gremlins, won this. Gremlins, It's, yeah. not, it's okay. not even a Yep. Yeah. Give him back the keys, you Rangor. Gremlins, you are competing against the fly.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it is great.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Next up, we have the Werewolf, from American Werewolf in London, who famously beat the Medusa from mm-hmm. Clash of the Titans. That was like a Jago off, a Jagoff. Because I fucking you yeah, love, both? love both. Versus the Terminator, who beat, who we didn't really make much of a deal over this, beat fucking Frankenstein. Yeah. Which is
0: huge. Which, like, you could sort of say that ter- uh, the Frankenstein was, like, the predecessor to Terminator. Like totally, the-
1: there's no Terminator, there's no... Or even just that kind of big, flat-top walking, you, you know, know, constantly. Both,
0: yeah, exactly. They both have this sort of uh, unstoppable nature where they're constantly yeah. uh, traveling forward. Like, they can't be breaking, broken. Mm. Um, Terminator. James Cameron came up with this in a nightmare. Uh, he, he was yeah. editing a movie called Prana 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he was editing for long, long hours. And then he fell asleep. And the dream he had was a big explosion and a skeletal silver body was crawling towards him and terrified him. So he woke up, but he started um, drawing stuff down. Now, people, a lot of people claim that he ripped off two episodes of The Outer Limits because of Ooh. an episode about two soldiers traveling back in time to fight each other, and another one, um, with a man, it's called The Man with the Clockwork Hand, where it turns out a guy is actually a robot, and he only finds out when he hurts his hand, and it's a clockwork. Oh, hand. that's awesome. Yeah, um, Lance Hendrickson. Um, so... Uh, he was trying to pitch his movie to uh, movie executives and they were sort of like okay yeah whatever and he got Lance Hendrickson who was in Piranha 2 mm-hmm. to dress up in a leather jacket and combat boots and he put uh, tinfoil over his teeth and Lance Hendrickson uh, as he was pitching Lance, Lance Hendrickson kicked down the door and was like I am the Terminator Whoa. <laughs> and they were like fucking love it we're gonna buy that movie that's now. so funny uh, he, uh, he also broke a door which is pretty funny Um they, James wasn't too impressed with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He didn't. He wanted OJ Simpson to play him. What? He wanted. Uh, the the studio apparently wanted uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger to play Carl Reese and OJ Simpson to play um, the Terminator. So they they met up, and James Cameron said that he went there to pick a fight with Arnold Schwarzenegger so that they get into a fight and then literally say, we can't work with each other. But they got on so well and they, they had such fucking good ideas about the villain in the piece mm. that James Cameron was like, all right, I want you to be um, the Terminator. And wow. it's iconic role because uh, he had only, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger had only played Conan Barbarian for that. Mm. The whole movie took a huge break. Between it because uh, after after some studio executive from Condor Barbarian heard that Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing The Terminator, was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna. This hidden clause that was in a contract was like, okay, we're doing Condor Barbarian 2 now and you have to come with us. So the whole movie took like a 10 month break between no it. No way. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, And they were also wanted Sting to be Kyle Reese. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he would have been doing a couple of films here and there. He would have been doing around the same time. Mm. Um,
0: so they thought that they wanted the yes, thing to be called Quadrophenia. Yeah, Quadrophenia was a fucking great movie. I forgot about yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Was that? A, yeah, it was an 80s film. It was based pretty, in 60s. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Very interesting. Okay, well, let me tell you about Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one fact here. The final look of the werewolf from American Werewolf in London was based on Rick Baker's Quiche Hound which was the hairier dog uh, and almost wolf-like, he thought. Um, so the werewolf was just based on his dog Bosco.
0: was well, a quiche hound. A quiche How do you spell it?
1: K-E-I-S-H. Quiche hound. I'll show you a picture here. Oh, thank you. Quiche hound.
0: Don't stop, make it pop. Which I think you'll
1: realise is very similar.
0: Oh! What? Oh! Like wow! It looks, yeah, it, it does. Like it looks like, a chow, like a, yeah. a chow. If you look but it up a, a chow, key more of a main. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to get the Terminator. I know that the the werewolf is such an iconic kind of monster. Wow! Drop it into the theater screams again. What can the werewolf do to Terminator?
1: Look, listen, live. live. I live, laugh, love. Love. I love you, so I will give you. <laughs> the Terminator. No, look. I prefer. I prefer the Terminator. And I think. What 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 this competition, Mark Jacob, has made me realize is that there are a few things that have crept up outside of the, you know, the Monster Club, Universal Monsters, mm-hmm. Old Guard of Monsters. Frank, even we have the old. Frankie,
0: we have the Vampy, yeah. we have the Wolfies. We have the Scorpion King. And then you
1: realize Mummy's, now. Fuck, we didn't include Mummy. Fuck the Mummy. Oh. Fuck the Mummy. Mummy's boring as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Um, not you, Mummy, I love you. No, I love my mum. Um, but the Terminator in terms of like just the Terminator is a horror film hmm. Alien is a horror film these are far superior monsters than anything in that i then mean, play like I'm playing my hat I give it to the Terminator there,
0: yeah <laughs> there is a lot of like so Pete there, there, American Werewolf
1: is derived from the what is it the the, the original Wolfman Wolfman who was it who was it uh, wasn't fucking Bell to go see again doesn't matter John Adams Original Wolfman Shut up I'll cut this out
0: No Cut out the Keep goon This is a...
1: essential um, Claude Rains Lon Chaney
0: Lon Chaney Yeah I've actually heard that name before. Yeah But Yeah So a lot of people will Die by the fucking The creature Black Lagoon The vampires And stuff mm-hmm. like that and say, Fuck they, them They are the best though. You can't beat them And stuff like that But as people's sort of attitudes towards horror changes, so there are deepest fears and stuff like that. Like the Blair Witch and robots. Yes. Cause like we're actually coming to a point where there's like the singularity might happen and robots might fucking go mad.
1: I'm telling you this now. The singularity Don't, is Don't because last
0: time we fucking caused 2020. Okay, well. So what are you saying?
1: So I know 5G is already coming out. Hmm. And They were talking about the iPhone revealed this new 5G iPhone. Hmm. And then the CEO of Verizon came out and started talking about 5G. And he was talking about how areas are going to be able to bring out just loads of 5G towers. So Hmm. if you go to a certain NFL stadium, they could just have more fucking 5G towers than a small town would have. Meaning that this just one entity has this electromagnetic radiation happening, and excluding, not even radiation, I'm not trying to make you Mm -hmm. feel scared of it, but the fact that in this one area you could probably walk around in totally augmented reality goggles and it'd be the most incredibly, the the fastest area for internet. So within Mm -hmm. that, the fact that you could probably so it's been used that you could like sit down and watch an NFL game, even from the perspective of the players live. Oh, that'd be fucking unreal. That's what they're talking about. And then or like change it and go to different angles, yeah. any angle you want. And you can stream it what in real way. time in HD mind. So if you had goggles that were HD, that means you're getting a better view. there live than you actually can with your own eyes. Yeah. You're looking up at a screen and it's right here. And you can also see from the perspective of the player. So that will have that if we weren't in this 2020 that we predicted last year. That could be happening now. How is that any different than a VR, you know, simulation? Tron. It's no different from Tron. We should have put Tron in this.
0: That's only a monster.
1: Tron is a man at the end of it, isn't it? We should have put the architect from Oh yeah, <laughs> it's A statistical anomaly. Yeah. Um, okay, um, I <laughs> I don't know where that went. I just was talking about 5G for a yeah, second. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was talking about uh, the singularity. I singularity. talked about something completely different. Yeah. That's grand, though. Like It's interesting. As long as people listen.
1: Okay, listen. Next up, we have the Xenomorph in a too big of a scrap against the Predator. It beat the Predator and now it's through to this round to fight off against Freddy Krueger who mm. beat the Balrog. Too fucking, you know.
0: Balrog's fucking nothing, to be fair. Yeah, fair.
1: Blah, nothing. Let me uh, tell you a bit about Freddy Krueger. The inspiration for the character of Freddy Krueger came to Wes Craven um, by a couple of things. One is he had uh, a schoolmate of his bullied him for years and his name was Fred Krueger. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, he also, um, Freddy's appearance, especially the dirty clothes and the hat, was inspired by a hobo that Craven saw staring at him through his window one day when he was 10. In the middle That's of terrifying.
0: The night. <laughs> <sighs> in your Just dreams. At me.
1: Yeah, the bad Santa came in. I told you about the bad Santa.
0: Oh, what's that?
1: My brother kept having nightmares about the bad Santa. And the mama thinks it was a hobo. used just come in and sit in his bed.
0: No way. Oh fuck yeah, you did tell me about that. Yeah, I remember that. It. I was confusing with the bird man the Joe. No. But
1: uh That's a, Kruger anyway.
0: But yeah, that
1: Kruger. Well I think I think that's that has him beat. Shall we move on? Beating No, the no, no.
0: We got a few bit of Xenomorph things going on. Um it was actually <laughs> gonna be called Star Beast. Imagine <laughs> that. The alien movies. Oh, wow. uh, no. In
1: cinema. Starbeast. That's Alien. Because Alien, before it was Alien. Hmm. The fact that what was Alien? When did Alien come out? 79? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I think it was 80. 80. A- Alien movie. Hang on, talk more shells for a second. 79. 79. 79. What did I so say?
0: Yeah, you said 79. There you are. Yeah. So uh, it was called Starbeast before that. Now, the thing that helped it uh, get made was actually Star Wars. So they ter- the, they turned up the script and they were like, oh, "We have a movie called Star Beast." Very and clever. then they changed the name to Alien because they were like, Ugh. "Um, now Geiger, who guy who's infamously um, HR Puff and stuff, HR Puff and stuff. He, he designed all the aliens and stuff like that." Um, the design director who met him the first time, the, f- the very first thing he said, the design director was, would you like to try some opium? <laughs> uh, and the guy was like, oh no, I'm okay doing that. Guy um, uh, goes fucking nuts. Like. Yeah.
1: No, no, I'm just taking my heavens oh, off. Oh, all
0: right, God. Um, but, also as so he was traveling to US to try and he had his final designs with him mm-hmm. and he was traveling to US to try and give them to him and Dutch authorities stopped him because he thought he had loads of torture porn <laughs> uh, and the, and his famous line was where did you think I pho- photographed these in hell oh wow <laughs> it's pretty cool like Geiger's fucking nuts I went to one is of is straight um I haven't didn't ask him Take HR Geiger straight Google that I went to one of his bars in Berlin and it they had little, little fetuses along the wall and then you could just order and uh, like on the air on uh, every hour on the air a big statue just, uh, did loads of flames over the top of you it was fucking mad pretty cool where, where was that in Berlin it was oh down yeah. that lane.
1: Geiger gay bars you went to one of his gay bars yeah so he's gay maybe he's not gay maybe he's a straight guy who just has a gay following Known for swore off Hollywood after several of the works of art were stolen by Tinseltown. What am I about? I'm reading here? He <laughs> Who Geiger. wrote this? He wrote. He led to the opening of Geiger gay bars across Europe. Wow!
0: Look funky. They actually are pretty cool inside. Like it, it. It looks like a bit of like an alien ship when you go into it. Um. So, the the way they filmed the first Alien it was so it was so compact and so hot that multiple cast members passed out on set Jesus and uh, one of the main uh, writers for the Alien movies said that he based the chestburster scene on his Crohn's disease he says that like every time he ate something that it felt like something was trying to burst out of his stomach really? yeah yeah it's fucked man it seems horrible the Crohn's yeah, a lot, a lot of those in uh, like I've had Indigestion, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, but like fucking crazy is horrible. I think Xenomorph wins that.
1: Oh, hands down. I, I just went through my uh,
0: list of facts there, but I think Xenomorph wins this.
1: Xenomorph hands down. That makes it a very interesting semi: The Terminator versus Alien. They, that's that,
0: that's a deserve. That's the scrap. Yeah, that's the
1: scrap. All right, congratulations, HR Puff and stuff. Your Xenomorph is through to the quarterfinal. Um. Next up, we have The Thing from The Thing mm. versus Al Pacino, The Devil from The Devil's Advocate. The Thing beat The Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth, and Al Pacino beat The Babadook. And here we are, and I don't even think it's a
0: competition. I, I don't think it is either. Wait, who do you don't think it's a competition for? Fuck the Fuck the devil the thing it's is the thing the craziest movie ever like so like the amount of like i've already told you about a lot of facts in the yeah Latin because it's one of my it's actually is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. i've watched it numerous times i can quote it numerous times but uh there's a few things i looked up for this for things i didn't know so <laughs> so uh, kurt russell killed himself in a real scene because he lit a real dynamite and threw, but he didn't throw far enough he didn't trunt it. He didn't trunt it far enough. Aww. And it landed and it blew up. Now that scene is actually in the movie when the dynamite blows up and it blows backwards. He, him fly, He flies along. Um, also they use a double amputee to do the chest scene where they're... Oh yeah, yeah. So do you know where he like goes to... If, like. Oh if the guy, he, so the guy had fake hands? Yeah, so he goes to fucking... Um, yeah, did you listen to last hour. week's episode? Oh shit, was on that. You told me that. Oh fuck! We're running out of things to say. Yeah no, we are. No, but also...
1: No, this could be someone's first episode. Explain but the fact also, it's very interesting.
0: Uh, so he used a double amputee to do the chest scene. So when he was doing chest compressions uh, and the stomach opened up and bit his arms off, he was actually double amputee. But also, they they basically recorded the movie in reverse. So at the start, you see the dog come to the, the USA camp mm-hmm. and they're like, well, whatever. But at, then uh, they travel to the Norwegian camp and it's burnt out. So what they did is they recorded everything and then when they they blew up the camp for the big finale, they filmed that as a Norwegian camp. So it's the same camp. Oh, no way. blown up. Oh, very clever. Which is very good. Like, you think about it, you don't need to make two. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so fucking ingrained in everyone's society. It's just like... It's just the scare that your best mate beside you, who you've known for years, could be Mm -hmm. something else. You know what I mean?
1: Do you remember that time that... um Remember that time we went to that gaff party? I think we went to Shane's and James was there and he had pink eye and he thought that someone else gave him pink eye and then we were all kind of going around being like who gave each other pink eye and it was exactly like the thing. Oh
0: yeah, When was that? Whose gaff was that? It was about 10 years ago. Jesus, yeah. So anyway, as Tony said, Tony gave James pink eye.
1: I shit on my own eyes.
0: I shit, on my own eyes. I shit on my own eyes, okay? That was pretty funny. Yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, that was a great time.
0: Um, So, um... That was like the Irish pop punk sing- scene back in fucking the, the 20- 2000s. One person had chlamydia and it was all like, who gave each other chlamydia? Cause I didn't wouldn't... do it.
1: I, I didn't <laughs> do it. Uh, let me tell you about Satan. Let me tell you about Al Pacino's portrayal of Satan, even though, obviously, it's not going to win. Um... It is said that demons in paranormal haunting cases tend to knock on surfaces three times as a way to mock the Holy Trinity. Oh, John Milton, a.k.a. Satan Al Pacino, throughout the movie has a habit of knocking three times. Um, Why would that be Holy Trinity?
0: Are you messing? What? Trinity means three. This (laughs) is...
1: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit,
0: yeah. (laughs) Fuck. No. Shut up. Holy Trinity. (laughs) Trinity. Shut up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. everything. everything Delete the whole pod. (laughs)
1: Uh, John Milton Al Pacino is heard and shown to speak several different languages to show that Satan, like evil, knows no boundaries. Also, a figure of ultimate evil is common in religions er uh, worldwide. Uh, Whatever. It's the fucking whatever we were talking about.
0: It is the thing, which I'm so glad for
1: congratulations thing
0: we've got a lot of um, it's such
1: a vibrant thing
0: got a lot of um, messages on our Instagram about how the thing should win
1: I have heard a couple of people say specifically it's should he be, either be the, the Terminator or King Kong Xenomorph <gasps> for me is the front runner I'm not going to like I think if Athens against Xenomorph I'm putting my money
0: on the thing we decide this so <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it should be um, okay. <laughs> it, the, the last episode is us just wrestling in this room saying the name <laughs> of the creature we want <laughs> The oh,
1: thing. Star
0: Beast um,
1: okay next up we have Pinhead who I didn't give Patrick Swayze's ghost a good run at this to be yeah, perfectly you honest fucking, I just totally bailed down, I think it was because yeah. I was meeting Bob after this for uh, pints and I was I rushed out of it. so I'm not going to do that now obviously because he's out of the competition but when I say the pinhead beat Patrick Swayze's ghost, I didn't put up a good enough fight for Patrick Swayze's ghost. But anyway, pinhead's through. And Bruce the Shark beat the T-Rex from yeah. Jurassic Park. Which is fair. Because to be fair, there is no T Rex without Bruce the Shark. Yeah. Um interesting facts about Jaws. Let me tell you this. Uh, let me tell you this. Um The scene where the head pops out from under the boat was not originally scripted. Steven Spielberg said he got greedy after he saw the previous uh, audience reaction to the scene where the shark jumps out behind uh, Brody's head and he wanted one more scare. Mm. Give him one more. Um, uh, So so he keeps saying Bruce the shark, which people don't necessarily know that's the name of the shark. Steven Spielberg named the shark Bruce after his lawyer. Here's another little fact for you. Um, during pre-production, uh, Spielberg, accompanied by Martin Scorsese, wow, and George Lucas, visited the effects shop where Bruce was being constructed. Lucas stuck his head in the shark's mouth to see how it worked, and as a joke, Spielberg snuck behind the controls and made the jaw clamp shut on Lucas's head. But unfortunately, um, considering the the difficulties, uh, the shark malfunctioned, and Lucas got stuck in the mouth of the shark. Um, and and apparently. Uh, well, hang on and then they were finally able to free, the, free him uh, and then they sprinted out of the workshop thinking that they'd done serious damage to the shark there was three sharks they each cost a quarter of a million each to make Jesus yeah.
0: how was he getting so much fun? what was the movie he made before that that made him get so much money for that
1: there was a film before this I don't remember what it was I think the earliest film I know was that one that he did where it was like a, a trucker kind of chasing after oh, yeah, yeah. Um yeah there was three Bruce's made each with specialised function one was would open on the right side, the other on the left side, and the third was fully skinned, uh, and each cost approximately two hundred and fifty
0: thousand dollars. dollary dues. Back in those days, that's fucking. Back in now, that's like five houses. It's a lot of houses. Mm.
1: Now, it's crazy. Bruce versus, of course, Pinhead.
0: Pin- well, Hellraiser, Pinhead, we'll call him that. So, Pinhead, as we both know, is a Cenobite from... More like dickhead. Uh, more, yeah Dickhead. More, yeah, big old Dickhead uh, is an uh, uh, angel or a devil from an alternative universe. He's definitely not himself. an angel. Well, let's we'll say no. But Pinhead wasn't actually supposed to be the main character in the movie, uh, in the posters. So, Clive Barker, uh, Baker, whatever his name is. Parker, Barker. uh, was like, we need to have Frank on uh, the front of the... Cr-. So Frank is the skinned uncle, basically, who gets revived in the movie, if you want to see it. And the, he wanted him, and the studio was like, no, we don't want him in it at all. Uh, Kyle Barker was also really insistent that he got real actors for the monsters in it, because he didn't just want a silent monster. He wanted an erudite monster. The Before this movie, a lot of the monsters were didn't say a word or if they were there was no sort of um, thought or reason behind their killings uh, whereas uh, this was the first sort of thinking movie monster so when they wanted Frank to be on the front they were like no put Pinhead on it and also he's not called Pinhead he's called the Hell Priest apparently <sighs> barker fucking what a wanker
1: what a wanker did he put pins in his head what do you mean How, why did he put the pins in his head
0: uh, in uh, for because he was a sadomasochist. What's canon? So canon is he's a helper. So he was uh, an English major, uh, and he became so uh, he got shell shock, and he became so uh, obsessed with like
1: an English major in college.
0: English. Yeah. <laughs> he's in Trinity, yeah. And uh, his girlfriend broke up with him oh. over on hinge, uh, <laughs> and he uh, just put loads of pins in his head, and then he went to the NCID and found. Ah, uh, yeah, that's where he got the dress. That's where he got the. That's where he got his dreads. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also there was a so, Hellraiser versus Halloween was started to be scripted, and it was like pitched between the two of them. So they wanted, um, Clive Barker, and uh, the guy who did Halloween. Uh, John Carpenter John Carpenter yeah sorry jeez Fucking. my brain's not working yeah out. you can, You know you can get confused uh, Hellraiser and Halloween and they spent ages and they couldn't agree on how it would overlap like would would Michael find the lament configuration mm. and or would something happen along with that like or the idea was would Michael choose someone to kill and then the lament configuration got that person before them and it cool. was a big um, I love Hellraiser I think it's unreal I think Pinhead is one of you need he, he's one of the modern sort of new guard that you needed so
1: I respect him mm-hmm. but I do not love him I love Bruce the shark the unstoppable dead eyes chief but he's like a shark like a eyes he's a shark though he's the only thing in this
0: that is based in the real world. It was it gorillas? No. <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> there you are, folks. Uh, gorillas don't exist.
1: Jaws could exist. It could. Jaws may exist. Jaws put fear. There's two places in the world, Mark Chigo sand and war. And I don't want to go into the water <laughs> because of Jaws. He got me out of one of the places. Water.
0: So, would you be happy saying, declaring right on air now that there's no such thing as evil? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? No, th- I don't think. So, <sighs> great question. Great question. Great. Great challenge. I'm not willing to say that. I don't like how it's used to, to define people who like do like car bombs and stuff like that or fucking nail bombs pinning mm-hmm. it? Um, and they're like, this is an act of evil. Being like, no, say what it actually is so that you're not fucking tr- creating like, it's not like someone's born evil. There are circumstances. You need to yeah. always understand that there's a mental health issue. It's not evil. Nothing's evil. But Cenobites are evil.
0: Yeah, Joe, I'll give it to Joss. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm so hurt by this because I was like so dedicated to this one. Come on. I'm going to get thing... a little pinch on the arm now about this. Cause...
1: Okay, think about this. What What's a more difficult competition here? The Thing versus Jaws or The Thing versus Pinhead?
0: Oh, yeah. So this is Things fucking going into.
1: Things, big, Billy, big, bollocks. Big, billy balls. Okay. Very interesting. Okay, Jago, do you know what are the semifinals? I'll tell you. Do you want to know? Yes. I'll tell you. (laughs) Let me finish my sentence. We have Dracula versus King Kong. Oof. We have the Fly versus the Gremlins. We have the Terminator versus the Xenomorph. And we have the thing versus Jaws. That is stacked. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Same things we've been talking about. (laughs) But then we're also the next episode is also going to have the the well, that technically will be the, this is the semi and then there'll be the semi-semi mm. and then the final. We will have the final in the next episode.
0: Yeah. And then we have to contact the maker of the whoever wins and be like let them know. You've won this minuscule podcast in Irish. We'll send them a couple uh, in Irish. In Ireland. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll send them a few uh, badges. Hi, we're from Mother
1: Folklore. Uh, congrats <laughs> on your win. Uh, <laughs> okay, Jago. I have a few Freak Encounters for you. Would you like me to read them for you?
0: I would. No, we've got a lot of Freak Encounters in for uh, after our, my last drunken uh, ask for them. Oh, and yeah. And we appreciate them all. So thank you very much for sending in
1: your Freak Encounters. If you don't know what Freak Encounters are, if you're a new listener to this, this is where you submit your scary stories about something weird that happened to you or maybe a mate of yours. But basically, these are personal spooky stories. Um, we have one here from Ryan Stevenson and Jago's fetching the other one. But here we go. Ryan. Ryan. I <laughs> kept coming saying your name. But here we go. Freak encounters. Freak encounters. <laughs> the scary music box
0: that's the one
1: good evening gentlemen my freaking counter is from my great grandfather and it goes like this a year or so after the death of my great grandmother my great grandfather was in bed watching the tv He dozed off while watching as he did often. Suddenly he woke to the sound of the television being turned up full volume. As he woke, he saw at the end of his bed
0: my great-grandmother
1: smiling and laughing. My grandfather sat up terrified as my grandmother slowly walked out of the room smiling and laughing. My grandfather stuck to the bed with fear until she left the room and when he got up she was gone. A week after this happened, we received news that one of my aunties had died in bed. My grandfather was never one to believe in the supernatural, but even he believed. The visit from my grandmother that night was an omen of something bad to come. The end. Oh! Ooh. spooky stuff Ryan my condolences as well these are personal people who died in your family
0: Oh, maybe you should have fucking blanked the names out
1: I cannot change
0: this at this point yeah no that's grand <laughs>
1: I'm not messing that to know maybe no thank you very much for that Ryan who is this I'm gonna say it again this is from Charlie who sent this one in this is from Charlie thank you for saying send- Charlie what happened to the boy who got everything It's <laughs> my Wonka impression Jago, I can see a fucking WhatsApp in your other on the other group chat here popping up on my phone I'm as I'm looking at this. What? That's a freaking counter. Wait, I see your happening? name popping up on Hang on. Last one. Here we go. Thank you, Charlie, well, for. No, se-
0: no, hold on. There's a lot more. Do you want me to do you want one is spooky or No, what?
1: I'll t- take this one. We'll just do more next week. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, Charlie. The second freak encounter. Just waiting for the fucker up drop, yeah. Evening. I don't know if this is anything. I was just listening to your last podcast, but I've heard of Pinhead. Never seen Hellraiser. Which makes this story even stranger. When I was a child, I kept having a recurring dream about a box. A box that led to a world and monsters got out there were skeletons with bits of flesh still on their bones demons with with teeth also sorts of of different in every dream but there was always a box (laughs) these dreams always ended the say my brother the same my brother and myself would get sucked into this hell world it was a maze of caves and we would be chased by a man we would always get to a dead end I would actually see the shadow of the man before he actually caught up with us. I would wake screaming and shaking. I always had to go check if my brother was in the room. I haven't thought of this dream in years, but when you said Hellraiser Hellraiser had a box to another world, it came right back. Love the show. The Dubberku was a dote. I kept swimming in a lake over the summer and kept my eyes peeled for one. Thank you, Charlie. Oh! Oh! Thank you very much, Charlie, and everyone for listening, but especially those who actually pulled your fucking finger out and sent in. I'm so grateful. Okay, all right, thank you. A freaking counter. Um, Mark Jago, we have a very stacked, jacked, huge
0: jacked man. Huge jacked man. Uh, end of this final. And we have a hint that might be our next guest on the show, Huge. man. Oh, I was We're not supposed to say Yes, yeah. yeah, <laughs> I
1: <laughs> um, well, we, t- in all seriousness, we, we were supposed to have him on this bloody COVID thing, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah it's unfortunately. To Mark Jago, do you have any uh, movie horror-based uh, things to say now? A little uh, quote? Go on. I'll cut this out. No, no, you, did, you had a couple of quotes that you mentioned today from films. Like what? Uh, mm-hmm. What was the one
0: Mel Brooks came up with? Be afraid. Be very afraid. No, we can't say that again. Why not? Because... I can't put
1: another. one No, look no. What was the other one you said? Wait, hold on. Forget it.
0: No. I'll cut this out. What are you playing with?
1: It's smoking a joint. Someone's rolling up a joint.
0: Roll a big joint.
1: <laughs> Someone's rolling up a big doobie. Someone's rolling. Up a big doobie. <laughs> Roll <laughs> <laughs> as, as you can hear, I'm rolling up a big split. <laughs> audio description Tony's rolling up a big doobie as we okay and, uh, Jago do you have one or not I do Jago Mark Jago to play us out here with a spooky thing you have the floor
0: tasty tasty beautiful beer
1: was that shit <sighs> what's that from uh uh, You big cock, big, big supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago. Oops! Says that Wendy girl. Hey, 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 hey! Coming after me? Who does that fuck say? You blast me, smack with me. Ah. With a big foot dick, you could slap with me. Blast me! You could dare come at me with a big foot dick and a Loch Ness monster pussy. Wait, Sexy beast.
0: This I'm Spooky Allen, and this has been a podcast too loud. loud. Oh, I'm Spooky Allen, and this has been. A podcast. This is um, Headstuff Headcast Network. This has been a Headless Horseman oh, Network podcast.
1: <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.